to uh, welcome you. This is attorney Alan Edmonds. And uh, I wanted to talk to you about something that's uh, been in the headlines recently, which has to do with the Department of Justice and a criminal sting operation that they had in place in the cities of Boston and Washington, D.C. This is the first time, nor will it be the last time, that the Department of Justice at the federal level or even a at the state level or local level where law enforcement can put in effect a sting operation where they try and uh, solicit the cooperation, uh, unwitting cooperation of people, defendants in the community to commit a crime. A frequent version of this, of course, is a local sting operation concerning prostitution where um, men are uh, enticed to go to a hotel and have sex with a prostitute that they believe is just uh, a normal individual and not connected with law, law enforcement. Um, in the state of Nevada, this activity would be probably legal because prostitution is legal. But in the remaining states, prostitution is not legal. Solicitation of prostitution is not legal. And uh, when you get arrested for soliciting a prostitute, it's a criminal offense and you get charged criminally. And that, of course, is the topic today because this uh, sting operation at the federal level has netted some incredibly powerful people. And uh, it's not the first time. Uh, it's happened uh, many, many times over the last uh, 10, 15, 20, 30 years where powerful people of government, elected politicians, military officers, and uh, community leaders, as well as, in this case, security clearance holders, are caught in the sting operation, they get arrested, and now their clearances are being uh, threatened and reviewed. Uh, and of course, the Department of Justice will hand all of this over to uh, the Department of Defense, and the Security Clearance National Adjudicative Guidelines will kick in, and those individuals will receive what's called a statement of reasons. And you've known from other podcasts that an SOR, a statement of reasons, is the initial denial or revocation action that uh, DCSA takes and um, at Fort Meade to revoke a clearance. And the question is, what do you do? If you've been caught in this sting operation, what do you do and how do you respond? And of course, the first step you've got to take is to lawyer up. And the Edmonds Law Firm is very experienced in these cases from the security clearance standpoint. We've been doing them for over 46 years. And you can reach us at 800-481-2526. What's uh, important, though, is uh, once you're arrested, you will be given an indictment or you'll be given charges. And uh, you want to immediately hand those over to an experienced lawyer uh, to handle the security clearance aspects. 
You also have a collateral case going on, which is the state action or federal action, which can be handled in federal court uh, criminally or in the state court criminally. So solicitation for a security clearance holder immediately uh, creates two cases. For a federal employee, um, federal employee, it could create a third case, which is a notice of proposed action could be issued for your conduct as a federal employee. And that could uh, result in termination, suspension, or a variety of punishments. And the Edmonds Law Firm, again at 800-481-2526, is very uh, experienced and knowledgeable in uh, helping federal employees when they've been charged with misconduct. It it doesn't have to be uh, solicitation. It can be a, a variety of misconduct behaviors that the government picks up on either through criminal arrests or informants or uh, display of conduct. And um, they are very, very serious. So today what happened, uh, and I want to discuss today uh, with you, what happened is the Department of Justice had the sting operation for a uh, high-end brothel or a prostitution ring that was very active in uh, Tyson's Corner in Washington, D.C., and in Boston, Massachusetts. And both areas are a uh, central location for defense contractors and the military. And it's going to be interesting to see how the Department of Defense and the Deputy Director of the Department of Defense is going to handle the military side of this we have got a long history of flag officers that have been treated very leniently uh, by the Department of Defense, while enlisted personnel are absolutely hammered and their lives are ruined. Uh, The implementation of justice is not fair and equitable uh, when it comes to the military. Unfortunately, rank has its privileges, and that includes in a criminal setting. And so it's going to be interesting to see how the Department of Defense and the uh, deputy director and the director of the Department of Defense is going to and the secretary of uh, defense is going to handle these cases with high ranking officers. But what you should know is that uh, when you are uh, alleged to have commit committed solicitation, uh, you don't necessarily have to enter a plea, but rather you should consult a lawyer because there are defenses and the solicitations are not always uh, done correctly by law enforcement. So there's opportunities for defenses to be raised or mitigation. And that's what we do at the Edmonds Law Firm. The individuals that were arrested, uh, of course, have the criminal side of this, but they also have the security clearance side. And the Department of Justice uh, made special mention that several of the people had high-level security clearances. So as you know from previous podcasts, security clearances uh, deal with national defense. They deal with trustworthiness. And if you look at the guidelines, there's 13. If you look at the guidelines, you'll see guideline D is sexual behavior. 
and sexual behavior is uh, soliciting prostitution, using prostitutes. And uh, so you can be charged by DCSA. It can be alleged that you security clearance should be revoked because of sexual behavior. Well, what other guidelines can DCSA at Fort Meade use to issue an SOR? And by the way, it doesn't just have to be DCSA. Uh, they issue more statement of reasons than any, but it can be the Department of State. It can be DOE, Department of Energy. It can be FBI, CIA, or NSA. They all can allege solicitation as a basis to revoke your clearance. But guideline E in the directive is personal conduct, and personal conduct involves conduct that creates or raises a concern about national security and um, trustworthiness. So the government is going to deal with the trustworthiness issue and say that the personal conduct uh, is a huge concern and the government will allege several guidelines. So you can have guideline D, you can have guideline E, personal conduct, and you can have guideline J, criminal conduct. So it's conceivable in a security clearance action, you'll have three uh, separate allegations upon which the clearance can be revoked. And each one standing alone is a sufficient allegation to have your clearance revoked. And as many of you know, especially if you're active duty military and you're an officer, if you lose your clearance, uh, you're out of the military and you could get a punitive discharge. If you're a flag officer, that doesn't happen very often. It should, but it doesn't. But if you're an enlisted person or a NCO, non-commissioned officer, you'll get a BCD or a DD. You'll be taken to court-martial for the uh, behavior aspects, the criminal aspects, and you'll be punitively uh, uh, discharged with a BCD or an OTH, and you'll go to, you'll go to jail. Um, as I said, unfortunately, that doesn't happen if you're a flag officer. Flag officers have uh, sexually assaulted women in uniform. They have raped women. These cases are a matter of public record. Uh, they have committed adultery. They have shared classified information with people that weren't authorized to uh, handle classified information. And when it came out, what happened to them? Well, they got uh, reduced in rank. So they go from uh, a three-star to a two-star, for example, and they get fined. One uh, major general said, well, he was fined, I think, $25,000. And he said, justice has been done, which is a, a, an incredible joke for him to make that statement. And uh, they all get out with honorable separations and uh, retirements and everything. The enlistment community um, and veterans know this. They get the punitive discharge. They lose their retirement. And uh, if they had one pending or they had been in the service for 18 years or on the eve of getting a military retirement, they lose all that. And uh, they get busted all the way to uh, E1. They get a BCD or a uh, DD, dishonorable discharge, and their lives are altered for the remainder of their life. And um, 
I have represented those people in trying to upgrade their discharges, and uh, it's very difficult. You have to file a petition of clemency. But back to today's, uh, I don't want to deviate here from the importance of what's going on at the Department of Justice. So these uh, individuals that have uh, alleged to have solicited prostitutes, high-end prostitutes in these two cities and paid uh, several hundred dollars, if not thousands of dollars for uh, sexual acts um, are now being held to answer the statement of reasons. The statement of reasons requires a formal response and uh, that's another area where you want to consult an expert, a law firm that handles both military and security clearance law, and that is the Edmonds Law Firm. I've done over 3,500 trials, both courts, marshals, uh, and security clearance hearings. We have offices across the United States to help our veterans, our active duty, uh, and both uh, contractors, DOD contractors, as well as federal employees. Uh, we've been doing this a long, long time. I welcome your questions at 800-481-2526. We can uh, discuss your case in uh, all confidence, establish an attorney-client relationship, and I can uh, offer you guidance. Uh, this was this podcast was directed to the individuals that have been charged and that are going to be charged because the sting operation, according to the Department of Justice, is not done. It's still ongoing, and it's a wake-up call uh, because the Department of Justice, just like the uh, state law enforcement agencies, can conduct these sting operations for a variety of things, uh, stolen items, stolen goods, a sting operation concerning investments, sting operation concerning defrauding people. Uh, there's just a myriad of sting operations available and that are placed in effect uh, to capture people that are engaged uh, in this type of behavior. Um, the ramifications, as I said, are very, very serious, and I hope that you'll give us a call. If you have questions about this, call me. This is attorney Alan Edmonds. Uh, I'm in our Florida office, but we also have a large office in California and offices in Washington, D.C., North Carolina, and Texas. And as I say, we've been doing this a long, long time, and I would be delighted to talk to you. So I hope this was somewhat informative for you. We have YouTube videos that uh, are produced and available to you at no cost. And I want to thank you for tuning in today.